Alrighty, on today's episode of 30 Rack of Sports, it's March Sadness. Aww. Aww. No conference tournaments, no NCAA tournaments, no sports really in general. Except for the NFL, they're opening the league year, so there's some news with that. At least something. Some interesting signings out there. Something to just get you over the line for the next, you know, possibly three months. But we'll get to that. Beer news. Are all Ohio teams and yeah. a lot more coming up on 30 Rack of Sports? Welcome into another 30 Rack of Sports. It is episode 21. It is March 16th, 2020, and we are fully into March sadness with COVID 19 taking over. Stop the Huh? The man who's throwing stuff at me. I don't know what it is. Spitballing people with a virus going around. Spitballs. Not spitballs. Whatever it is. But Spit- across from me, a man who loves, I guess, spitballs, and whose year won't begin until June, although it might not get that much better when his baseball team starts to play. It's Zach. Zach, how we doing? <coughs> I'm doing good, Greg. Just, oh, God. <laughs> stop. Get that Lysol you got Stop out. this shenanigans. Uh, I'm good. Inside for uh, the last show for a while, but it'll be fun. Alrighty, and on the ones and twos, on my right, a guy, one of the few who's actually happy that they didn't uh, release a bracket this year because he, he wouldn't have to see his beloved Xavier Musketeers uh, get stuck. You're it's sick. Josh. You're sick. Talk about sick people. See I'm the ticket holder over here. I am a Xavier basketball Mr. fan. Goldstar Mr. Goldstar. Mr. Goldstar Chili himself. I was going to go get my, I think I still will get my green three-way at Skyline Chili. Oh, oh I'm going to. Oh, there's no, no way. Absolutely. Josh has never set foot inside of I'm laying it all on the line. Josh has never well, set foot inside won't have to anyways because yeah. of the quarantine. By the way, guys, stay safe. Yeah. Wash your hands. Greg, I appreciate you getting that. I saw that new uh, soft soap bottle in there. Uh, coconut warm ginger. Very nice. Very Ooh. nice. It was one of the few that were left at the uh, old yeah. Kroger. So Kroger. thank goodness. Kroger. If you're not trying to get hand sanitizer, toilet paper, spaghetti, any of that stuff. Think about making spaghetti. You know what you can get right now at the store? What can you get? I think you can get beer at the store. Oh, you I've been loaded beer. up on beer. Yeah. Well, thankfully, to get us through uh, extra sad depressing week of Ohio sports or I guess not Ohio sports any sports yeah or any sports we're drinking beer Zach it was your week what are we drinking on this fine Monday uh yes we are drinking a broken trolley blonde ale with blood oranges added by the Dayton beer company um never had it before look good on the shelf think Dayton Drink Dayton. Yeah, this is a little bit of a nod to a most Ohio's probably best chance for a national champion. Yeah. We'll uh, never know. We'll lay some hard truths on the line. We got our all Ohio teams, first and second, and we've got our, uh, what are we calling it? Our, uh, oh, it smells like a selection, our superlative Sunday at the end of the show. And I will be honest what we think of Dayton, but yeah, nod to Dayton. Ooh. Um, blood orange, a little vitamin C for the immune system right now. <laughs> sure, tell yourself that. Some alcohol for the immune system. I'll tell myself anything <laughs> I need to right now, sir. I think we've all exposed the fact that we all have a drinking problem. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to stay safe. That's fantastic. It is fantastic. It tastes like an orange crush mixed with the beer, but in a good yeah. way. In a good way. Yeah. It smells like it smells. Take a big. It tastes exactly take like a orange big crush. Whiff. On oh. You get the nice citrusy flavor at the beginning. It blends yeah. nice. Brings into back the good. Uh, brings ale. back the old summers. 
down at the old ball yard, drinking some more crushes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. I hope we can get back to baseball. Even if you get, like, you know, into the obscure sports, um, you, they're all gone. Yeah. I mean, some of Wait. them are even gone. No. Not pinball, Josh. Yeah. I Please mean, don't tell me pinball's gone. We were just talking about, like, on the last episode, we had the uh, the IFPA, the International Flipper Pinball Association. They had their finals, their championships in Chicago. Uh, the ship. Yeah. The ship at Lagunitas Brewery. Lagunitas. Raymond Davidson could have won his third championship, third world championship in a row. Not Ray Ray Davis. That's Not what we Ray call Ray Davidson. A dynasty. 162 points ahead right now. That was his margin. He had it in the bag, man, and it got canceled. 162 pinball points or, like, other points? Because 162 pinball points, depending on the machine, is, like, all right, one. Well, he's got 1,162.89 total points. So I don't and think And I'm so. assuming that's yeah. pinball points. Well, I don't, how do you get 0.89? Well, no, the pinball point divide. is, like, the you get all the... Carry the one and divide, yeah. I'm sure it's the, a like spinner things and it's like a million point bonus. Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. a means of averages or something. It's got it. all I know yeah. is that I suck at pinball and I've still gotten like seven hundred and eighty thousand before. I'm Raymond Davidson was wrong. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, yeah, you knew it. No, that's terrible. I was betting on Turkish soccer this weekend, but even that's gone now. Like somebody has a problem. Nobody has problems here. We as the world we have, have solutions. A pandemic and we have solutions. And our solutions are Turkish soccer and or, Ukrainian basketball. Uh, potentially they're making a decision today or, well, I guess sort of tomorrow-ish because it's Australia on whether or not round one of Australian rules football is going to start on time. So talk uh, about something to bet on. We might have that. Not that I'm a degenerate. I like you, Australian You both football. are degenerates. I'm a big St. Kilda Saints fan. Hey, Everybody knows Everyone's that. looking to Ohio right now as leaders. We're doing, people think we're doing like good things right Mike now. Mike DeWine came in like a bat out of hell. Yeah. It's like, everything shut down. I don't hear anything. Everyone's like, man, look at Ohio. We should have gone to Ohio too, like that that British guy oh, yeah. up a couple <laughs> weeks ago. We should have gone there. Or is this Ohio State? One of those. I don't know. No, go to Ohio too. Yeah, I think Vegas is in Ohio too, so I'm in for that. Yeah, I'm in But for the that. casinos are closing, apparently. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. But, uh, well, what do you know what Vegas? Ohio 1 has? Some sweet Ohio news. Has some Ohio beer, too. And brews. some Ohio beer. And so the, what are we calling it now? Is that the brews? The Ohio beer news is just the... The, the booze. The booze. Or the brews. I don't uh, know. Brews, booze. It's for your dads out there. Well, I've got the booze news, and uh, as you might expect it, it's... Uh, it's kind of sad. Uh, for all of you folks in Columbus, 6-1 Poor Fest, the Columbus Beer Festival, has been canceled. Um, so Boom. that's a bummer. Uh, but Winter Warmer Fest that we had been advertising up in Cleveland, that went off. The 14th annual one uh, was sold out. 60 breweries brought 230 beers. Uh, here are some interesting ones I picked out for you guys. Uh, Hansa's Bourbon Barrel. Uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Uh, Ooh, 16% nice. one. Is that Hansa oh, Brewing? Yeah. Uh, fire. It is run by someone who's Slovenian. Here's a Hold brewery on. a brewery that's been on our show, had a good name, uh, from Blue Heron Brewery. They're Scottish Winter Warmer. Fire Pits and Igloos. Yeah. Saucy Brew Works. Uh, they had one. Uh, they're up in Cleveland. They had an hazy IPA Imperial with peach, coconut, and habanero. Really? Ew. Coconut? Uh, yeah. Quote of the festival comes from uh, Josh Jones of uh, Hopper House Cleveland. He said, we brought the lager because everyone likes to hit the reset button now again. And I know when we went to the bourbon barrel bash at Jungle Gyms, I wish we would have had like a light lager with us to hit the reset button. Uh, 
For those of you wondering, uh, you can go to Ohio Craft Beer uh, Organization. Uh, thank you to Mark Bono, Cleveland.com, for uh, the Winter Warmer Fest news. Uh, but go to OhioCraftBeerOrganization.com and you can find out more on uh, how you can get beer delivered, which breweries are staying open to uh, do wholesale and canned sales. Um, so still support your small local breweries this week. And also Father's Day weekend. Is Jungle Jim's Beer Fest, their uh, regular oh, beer yeah, fest. The regular According beer to the president, this is all going to run through August now. So, well, be ready. Don't you say that. I can't deal without sports till August. It, we're already looking at, well, we'll get to June. it in the Ohio news. but You ready for the Ohio news, Greg? We're ready for Are you the ready Ohio to give it to news. him? Go give it to him. Give it to him, X. X, go give it to him. Uh, so, as we mentioned, COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus, is shutting down all major uh, major league sports seasons, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and MLS. The CDC recommends eight weeks for gatherings under, or no more gatherings over 50 people. So that'd be May 11th. So leagues are prepping for a mid to late June restart of their season. The conference championships in the NCAA, along with the tournament, was canceled, but... The University of Cincinnati would have gotten the auto bid being the number one seed out of the American Athletic Conference. The one league that is still going on to some degree is the NFL and free agency. Uh, three big signings by the Browns. Tight end Austin Hooper comes over for four years, $44 million. Keenum for three years, $18 million. And Conklin for three years, $42 million. Bengals doing a whole lot. Not really. Just tagging AJ Green. And that's the Ohio News. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. Rawr. Saw the AJ Green tag coming, but yeah, Brown's a little more active today uh, with some interesting... Browns, my Packers, everybody. Some people might active. be calling this the best case scenario for the Browns uh, and free agents. Hey, hey, Ohio Rankums. Ohio Rankums. And our question for the panel and for those of you at home, be sure to tweet us at 30 Rack podcast on facebook and twitter be sure to look because we may be shutting down the pod for a little bit but we'll keep some nuggets coming out here we'll get to that later in the show plenty of nuggets but for right now we are ranking which ohio team would you want to be quarantined with of course with quarantine on everybody's mind uh, people going into self-quarantine sports shutting down if you had to be quarantined with a sports team zach who's your number one pick uh, my number one pick, uh, surprisingly, even though I'm a big Indian, so it would actually be the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, I think I imagine being quarantined in a clubhouse with uh, Derek Dietrich and uh, Trevor Bauer would just be like a complete shit show of fun. I don't know. I just Too bad you don't have weed there anymore. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that would even add to it. Uh, that probably would have pushed the Indians ahead. I don't know. I think that would be Bauer's an interesting, crazy dude. Uh, Dietrich just looks like he's have a good time. He'd be drinking in the corner with no shirt on, rubbing oil on him. So I don't know. That'd be an interesting. Yeah, you'd be doing fifty sets of fifty on the curls. Might help out those. Oh uh, yeah. Sun's out, guns out. Yeah, Greg's one to talk. Josh, what about you? Uh, who's on the top of your? Uh, I also had the Reds on top of mine, just because, yeah, I mean, the Reds, I feel like, as far as uh, good vibes go, are leading the MLB right now. I mean, that's yeah. just like a fun spring a training beat. to be at. A beat uh, good. They, they even got one of their coach, one of the coaches, uh, his own, like, Reds football helmet. And they've I been saw doing, that. like, football drills yeah. uh, out in the outfield, you know. Uh, Trevor Bauer did that Sandlot game this weekend. Uh, that, uh, yeah. You know, that's just a fun group of guys. They did that national I'd base. like to be quarantined with those guys. 
Go Reds. What about you, Greggy? All right, so I was thinking of a team. I was like, you know, don't want to deal with too many young guys. Don't want to deal with too many, like, super old guys. So I was like, what team is about my age, you know, in the 24, 25 range that, you know, you can have a good time with? So I picked the Cleveland Cavaliers. Average age, 24.7. You get some young guys. You get some old heads. Maybe Kevin Love, you could kind of reel in a little bit. And then you get some interesting personalities. You get Jetty Osman. You get uh, Matthew Delvadova. I don't know. That's too Te- many. Teaching you like Vegemite and whatnot. Too many veg. Too many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too many uh, interesting personalities uh, in a shaky locker room. I think it would be like know. a long quarantine with this. Oh, uh, I think it'd be. I think it'd, it'd be, be interesting. It'd be. It'd be interesting. Wait, we get to find out who Tristan Thompson's DMing now. Now that him and. I mean, there'd be a- girls and coming Kardashian. in and out. It wouldn't be much of a quarantine. He'd have like a little side door yeah, open. Yeah. Insta models coming in and out. I think there could be worse things. Uh, who else yeah. do you guys have on your list? Uh, Zach, what about you? I got one more. Uh, Cincinnati Cyclones, right? I think hockey players Ooh, seem like the most one. fun people. And then you think of like non-famous hockey players, young kids who are just like insane. Blast, just blaring music 24 hours a day, drinking, chugging beer. I was going to say, finally people that could probably keep up with you when it comes to I, drinking. Right, that, that would make me feel like an alcoholic. They'd probably drink me down. Probably, yeah. yeah I'd yeah. have to imagine. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. <laughs> I haven't Kids met somebody yet, but I imagine they could do it. Uh, Josh, who else did you have on your list? Uh, I had the Browns, Greg, and you know why I Woo, had the Browns? Me too. The Browns were the had the eighth most drops uh, in the NFL last year, so clearly they can't catch anything. Oh. I'll be playing safe with them, even oh. with the addition of Hopkins today. Facial grade. Hooper. Sorry, I got my I got my oh, I got my, my hops God. confused. Josh, uh, you got your H man. My hops and my hoops. Josh, yeah. uh, Josh is in quarantine now for that. Yeah, Josh's right, mind's fine. going That's crazy. Fair. Uh, I also had the Browns, but mostly just because I love the Browns, and they'd probably kick me out after like ten minutes. You'd be just I'd be like heavy breathing in front you'd of be, them. <sighs> you'd be creepy, Hi, and then Baker. they'd be like, "What's wrong with him? Is he? Oh, is that the Make a Wish kid?" I'd be like, "Nah, nah." He's Baker, hi, <laughs> hi, Baker. It's our Lord and Savior, Baker Mayfield. Dude, get this guy out of here. Yeah, get this guy out of here. I'd get to stay though, but yeah, you. All right, and then. Uh, Third on my list, I actually just had a tie between the Columbus teams, the Blue Jackets, and the crew. I just feel like they have a lot of international personalities, and I feel like maybe I'll learn something. Maybe a new language, maybe some culture. Not not Vegemite like I would from Delvadova. By the way, I've learned- You could get drunk with Fernando Adi. I've learned way too much. Uh, Yeah, I could go driving with Fernando Adi in quarantine, but- uh, (laughs) I've learned too much about Vegemite in the last couple of days. I've learned a lot. With Tom yeah, basically Hanks. Basically everything. With Tom Hanks being in quarantine in Australia, that? apparently had too much Vegemite on his toast. Apparently you shouldn't slather it. It should know. just be a little bit with butter. How yeah, big Tom know. Hanks is. Everybody was like totally cool with the whole thing. And then when Tom Hanks announced he had it, like the world came crashing down. Even Trump was like, shit, Tom Hanks. Well, what about Rudy Gobert? Bad. What about this? That dumb. All right. He's a dumbass. I had Dayton, actually, for my third team for basically one reason. You want to be around a winner for once? Yeah. Um, and nothing can stop Dayton, which is a bit of a, you know, kind of a problem because the only thing that could stop Dayton was the coronavirus. But I stand by it. Dayton Flyers. All right, so Put quick, him back in the, the <laughs> A quick question again. for Dayton. So, of course, they have uh, National Player of the Year by some outlets that have already released it in Obi Toppin, which is short for Obadiah. His brother, who plays for Rhode Island, his name is Jacob. Talk about the short end of a stick. 
Uh, no, Obadiah. Obi? Obadiah? This is our son, Obadiah. Instead of going Kobe, you go Obi. That's what I mean. Obadiah is awesome. You've got that's an awesome. Hey, hey, this is our son, Obadiah. And then they're like, "This is Jake. He was a mistake. That's Jake. (laughs) The mistake. Jake from got dumped over by his older brother. What do you know? Mm. Oh, that was a pretty gnarly dunk, though. As most of Obi Toppin's dunks were. Well, here's here's one of the things to get in. Would you rather not have March Madness or get dunked over on TV and have it follow you forever by Obi Toppin? That's uh, a tough one. I. That's a tough one. I've been dunked on uh, by BJ Mullins in high school. I was uh, slam a jammed by him. So uh, yeah, so he bagged to the face and everything. Oh yeah. wow, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I All think right. I missed that episode when you guys did your most embarrassing sports story. That was going to be mine. Mm. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we go into our second segment, which is Would You Rather Quarantine Edition? We're, we're, we're really pulling out this quarantine stuff, though. Well, we have to. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's no yeah, sports yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So, this one, uh, I believe Josh picked out one question for each of us. It kind of seems like. There are only two things playing on a loop, and you have to pick one of them. And I'm talking channel about, one, channel two. We're deep into a quarantine now, and yeah, these are the only two things on TV: this loop and the other loop. Okay. All right, I feel you. All right, so I believe the first one's for me, Josh. Uh, you don't yes. say. Yeah, I think the first one's for you. You are a residence, uh, resident Brown Browns fan, are you not? Uh, yes, very much so. So, what is that first question? Uh, Greg, would you rather watch highlights of brown QBs, uh, highlights, lowlights of brown QBs, uh, and all of their sacks, fumbles, and interceptions over the past 10 years, or would you rather watch uh, the part of Art Modell's 1995 press conference where he announces the relocation of the Browns over and over and over again on the Cold-blooded. All right, so this one's easy. I would never want to watch the hated owner say any of that bullshit. I would rather watch lowlights of Browns QBs because honestly, without quarantine, I willingly do that for 16 weeks a year anyways. That's basically been the Browns tire- That's true. entire existence. That's true, he's got a point. That is their heritage. Since I've been yeah, alive. That's fair. What, oh, watching Trent Dilfer play like an idiot? Done that. Jeff Garcia? Done that. Deshaun Kaiser? Done that. Jason Campbell? Done that. Do you want me to go on? Seneca Wallace? Done that. No. Kevin we, Hogan? Done that. We only have about an hour and a half show. <laughs> We don't have time for that. Um, All right, well, I'll save you guys for that for now. I think think I'd agree with you, though. I don't know if I could watch an owner do that on loop over and over again. All right, well, the second one is for someone who might like the Ohio State Buckeyes. Zach, I've I've heard you're just a little bit of a fan of them and the the football program that they have up in Columbus. (laughs) Uh, Would you rather watch Ohio State-Michigan games but the only the Michigan, uh, only Michigan scores are shown. Or would you rather watch the 2007 BCS National Championship? <clears throat> was that the Florida one or the LSU? One? That was That's the, the LSU Florida one. one. That, was oh. the first, that was the first of the two they lost in a row. Oh, I was gonna say I have a sweatshirt from the LSU one. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was about the LSU one. Either or, really. Really. Pick your whichever poison. Whichever one. Whichever Honestly, one. Honestly, I'd rather watch. I, I was assuming the. The Florida one would make it a little bit. I feel it's just Ted Ginn running the opening kickoff back, and that's it on loop. That'd be awesome. Uh, I was assuming the LSU game, where Ohio State was pretty much in control of that game till like the last quarter and a half. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with that though, cause I can't fucking stand watching the Maze in Blue, period, much less scoring. So that's an easy one. I'd gladly watch that over. I'd rather watch I was gonna the say, Matt Flynn experience over and over again. If you had to, um, if you had to watch the game on repeat, you would have to hear the Michigan fight song, which I'm sure makes your just teeth. Uh, yeah, that's uh, true. Gives that's me, true. Gives me, uh, oh. All right, so the last one. Oh my god, this might be the worst one. Yeah, no, I really, I would wrote you, it too. Yeah, I really did rather, myself. Yeah, and, yeah would, would you rather watch the final minutes of every time the Bengals have collapsed <laughs> to the Steelers, or would you rather watch games three, four, and five? 2012 wow. NLDS. And by the way, just so those of you who might not have the best memory back to 2012, the Reds had a 2-0 lead against Los Gigantes from San Francisco. They came back, won the final three games, and then ended up going on to win the yes. World Series. Yes. The better team won that series, but... Uh, I just remember laughing. Uh, I do, five. too. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was as good as the uh, Roy Halladay uh, no-no. No, because my brother's a big, I mean, my oldest brother's a big Reds fan, so I just remember sitting there and I felt kind of bad, but I still laughed. Yeah, that, that, that is a really tough one. Um, I, I have a tough time containing myself when the Bengals do that against the Steelers. Even though the past two times they've done it, I've called it from a mile away, it still makes me angry. Um, the 2012 NLDS, I at least got to go to a Reds playoff game, and the Reds were in the playoffs. Um, and I mean, you got to I see nearly, some like big I nearly time performances. At that game, it's not like them but, like yeah. pissing it away. Like it was just the Giants played really well in the last three yeah. games. Yeah, there were some really sad and unfortunate injuries that happened in Game Three, and it deteriorated from there. Um, but at least the Reds were in the postseason. The Bengals uh, do that all the time. Like I said, I I just can't I can't stand watching that happen. It's inevitable, but I still can't stand it. Alrighty, well, those are our three personalized uh, would you rather. Be sure to tweet out your answers to any of these would you rathers or come up with your own at 30 Rag Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The last one is kind of for all of us. Uh, Josh, do you have that last one for us? Yeah, basically, uh, we've got, um, you know, with all the leagues gone right now, uh, you basically have your pick um, of options here. Would you rather have uh, baseball and NASCAR come back or uh, the NHL and... Uh, Wait, I thought that you said the NBA and the PGA or Tour. Yes, the NBA. Excuse yeah. me, the NBA and the PGA <clears throat> Tour. So would you rather have MLB and NASCAR or would you rather have NBA and golf? We know what Gray's Zach, do you want to start with this one? I, mean, I don't care. I'll go. I'll, yeah, everybody knows what I'm going to say. I'm a, I hate NASCAR more than anything in the world, but I would much rather have the MLB and NASCAR come back because baseball is by far the greatest sport on the face of the planet, and um, it just it hurts right now that I can't watch my baseball. Uh, so this one is super easy. The answer is, of course, the NBA and the PGA Tour. Uh, before we even get to the NBA, the Masters... Yeah, I mean, I the like US the Masters. Open, I do all that stuff. It's great baseball. napping. It's great napping work. So it takes away some of the napping sport that is the MLB. Ooh. But the NBA, it's just oh my, it's such a fantastic sport, such a pure sport. The top athletes in the world coming together, and also so great to bet on. So great to bet on. I haven't really 
started wagering since the MLB's come back, so I don't really feel like I have a grasp, but I've started to get a grasp on the NBA. So, near and dear to my heart. Plus, you could just, you know, throw, like, five bucks on Webb Simpson and try to win a thousand bucks in, like, the Masters. What about you, Josh? You seem to be the only kind of wild card. I have a, I have a yeah, feeling I'm on torn where you're... Because I'm torn on this. Because uh, if in a perfect world, I'd want... Uh, I'd want none of this. Uh, but in this scenario, in a perfect world, uh, I'd want MLB and golf to come back. But uh, so this makes this a tough decision. I can get down with some NASCAR just about any Sunday afternoon. Um, if there's nothing else on, if that is it, or if I've wagered some doubloons. Yeah, look, if nothing else is on, I'm watching that. I was watching Marble yeah, Racing. I hate NASCAR. I was watching Marble Racing. I, I watch any. I watch Lifetime. Do you remember? Do you remember that one men. time we stayed up super late watching like <clears throat> Division Two women's college bowling on ESPN or something like that? Yeah, it was on. It was on the, it was on the U. It was. Uh, we were in some sort of meeting and then we got out and yeah, we, yeah. Women's. It was. Uh, I believe Alabama A and M and Alabama State doing some women's right. college yeah. bowling. So yeah, I mean, to each his own on what a man wants to watch. Yeah. Uh, sports wise, especially right now, but uh, I'm taking MLB NASCAR right here. Speaking of bullying, me. shout out Pete Weber. Who do you think you are? Pete Weber. I am. I am. I... Who do you think? All right. You are? Well, tweet us out your answers. We'll probably we'll put out a poll, especially for the last one, since that was kind of the most contentious one of which would you rather have back? I mean, one I'd take any really any sport back at this point, but you know, Except would you rather NASCAR. have um, MLB and NASCAR or? The NBA and the PGA Tour, or the LPGA Tour. I don't, you can pick one of the two. Or the LPGA, yeah. I'll take. I'll take just about. Or the Seniors right Tour. Hell, at this point. Seniors Tour is. Watch some bad, Colin Montgomery. Man. Watch some Monty. Alrighty, we are into segment three, which is our our big segment for Ohio. We are announcing the 30 Rack Podcast All-Ohio teams for college basketball. Woo! We've each got our first teams. We've each got our second teams. I've got I've even got some honorable mentions. I don't know. Do you want to you want to start with first teams? Start with second teams? I mean, do you just want to run through them? Uh, person to person? Yeah, we can go second. Why don't we, why don't we all do our Second teams. Yeah, we'll all go around and do second okay. teams, and then. Uh, all right, you want me to do my honorable mentions first? Yeah, yeah sure. Let's yeah, give yeah, us your. Yeah. Honorable By the mentions. way, I just want to preface: we all three kind of had a little bit different criteria, so maybe run through your criteria real quick. All right, so mine was um, I picked you know two or three players from some of the top teams, compared uh, scoring, compared you know shooting percentages whether it's you know being an effective scorer also some of the you know some of the lower stats like blocks steals and whatnot and also at the end of the day you know i've, I've watched a lot of these guys because once again i have an addiction in sports and have kind of said hey this guy's a game changer and it kind of elevated a few guys but really at the end of the day that's kind of how i crafted crafted my team what about you zach um I took basically the top seven teams, if you will, in the state. So basically, you know, your high state, UD, Wright State, uh, UC Xavier, and then uh, Akron and Bowling Green. Since there's a lot of teams we didn't talk about, Akron and Bowling Green would be top of the max. So I kind of picked them. Um, obviously looked at statistics, kind of went price scores. I tried to keep, um, 
you know, based on how they're listed position-wise, so maybe they don't want to say play, they might be a point forward, whatever, how they're listed. And then um, I try to keep it at most three guards to two forwards or vice versa. Um, and I try to at least get every team one player if possible. So, Yeah, I did not do the, the guard and forward yeah. thing because I think a lot of them are kind of mislabeled. Well, so. anymore, everybody plays yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I did not worry about positions. The way I kind of did it is I went through and looked at all the conferences that have a team in Ohio in them, looked at like conference leaders, um, the impact they're making on their team. Um, uh, kind of, uh, you know, your basic stat line and then, yeah, shooting percentages as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I didn't follow positions or anything Alrighty. like that. Um, I'll mention my honorable mentions later. Either. Why don't we just start with our second teams? Uh, I'll start with mine first, I guess. Uh, my second team, I had uh, Jaron Cumberland from uh, Cincinnati, Jalen Crutcher from Dayton, Tyreek Jones from Xavier, Loudon Love from Wright State, and Justin Turner from Bowling Green. I had uh, three guards and two forwards in there. What about you? Uh, pretty similar. Um, I had uh, Jaron Cumberland from UC, uh, Tyler Cheese from the Zips, and then uh, Caleb Wesson out of the Ohio State University, uh, Loudon Love from Wright State, and Tyreek Jones from Josh's favorite team, Xavier. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, for my second team, I had uh, Jason Preston, Ohio Bobcat. Uh, he was fourth in the USA in assists. Uh, oh, wow. Average. Yeah. Um, Darius Quisenberry from Youngstown State, sophomore take guard. Take it deep over The Barry. Dude, I'm about to take it real deep. Uh, Tanner Holden, freshman guard from Wright State. Uh, Willie Jackson, the senior forward from Toledo. <laughs> and my boy, Jaron Cumberland, second team. Jaron, I'm sorry, you shot 38% this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. All righty, and then the top, our first teams. My first team, uh, I actually have four forwards and a guard, but I think one of the forwards... Really, one or two of the forwards are kind of swing forwards. I had uh, Trey Scott from Cincinnati, uh, probable national player of the year, Obi Toppin from Dayton, Najee Marshall from Xavier, Caleb Weston from High State, and then uh, Lauren Jackson from Akron. Ooh. Um, my Ohio first team, I got uh, Jalen Crutcher from uh, UD, and then uh, Lauren Christian Jackson from Akron, uh, Obi Toppin, of course, from UD. Uh, Justin Turner from Bowling Green. And Najee Marshall from Xavier. Interesting. Oh, interesting. You're going to go like uh, Youngstown State, State Cleveland Joe. State. Mount oh, Union, no. Mount St. Joe. No, no. I only have one. I like how he said interesting to me. All right. uh, it's a couple division, Capital University. <laughs> Uh, I've got, you'll like this one. Ohio Northern. The junior forward from Ohio State, Caleb Wesson. Nice. Uh, Trayvon Scott from UC. Marion Jackson, the junior guard from Toledo. Average just under 20 points per game. And uh, rounding it out, Jalen Crutcher and Obi Toppin out of Dayton. Nice, nice. And we all pretty I think, I think we're all in the top. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Greg were pretty. You... you Second team went way off the map. But yeah, you know, I went way way off the map there, yeah. And if you look at, like, uh, what you had... I think you had Tyler Cheese on your second team. No, I had Tyler Cheese on my Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, second team, yeah. So, yeah, I had him as an honorable mention. Yeah. I think you also had Wampler. No. No, you didn't have Wampler. Okay, he had Wampler. I had Wampler as an honorable mention. Some of my honorable mentions, um, Tyler Cheese from Akron, Brad Wampler from Wright State, Keith Williams from Cincinnati. He kind of came on but was very inconsistent. 
Dwayne Washington Jr. from Ohio yeah. State. Once again, inconsistent. And then yeah. a guy that I just kind of wanted to give a shout-out to, um, Aljivon Eichelberger from Cleveland State. Cleveland State uh, had yeah. about eight or nine there. guys <laughs> that transferred out, and he was averaging you know 15 points a game on a team that was sort of mediocre in the horizon, which is much better than last year, and probably considering they got rid of a coach in like June and had – you know, 80% of their roster transfer out. Being mediocre is actually pretty good. Yeah. So I just, you know, don't didn't play well enough to be on any of the teams. He but, was you up know, there certainly. in the, I think steals it was. He was up there in the top yeah. five of one of the conference stats. Yeah. Um, I think Josh kind of hit on one thing. I was going to hit on the second team. Or, uh, kind of the second team, kind of my, my inconsistent team. Uh, I think yeah. Jaron Cumberland and, like, Caleb Weston are perfect examples of two guys who, I mean, obviously Cumberland has one player of the year of his conference. Uh, Weston... Um, right up there normally too, but I think two guys who it's kind of a weird year almost for them. It was just kind of yeah. like what's what's going on, you know? Between, some hot periods and then between Jaron Cumberland, like, you look at you're not going to put a guy who shoots 38 percent on first team. A couple yeah. that with that shot to end the Colgate game, and it's just like I didn't feel right. I want to right, but but I just well, couldn't. I yeah. couldn't. So I think my my thought was I had Trey Scott and Caleb Wesson guys that were kind of inconsistent you know trey scott started the conference season missing like 10 straight free throws he shot like 60 percent from free throw like yeah. less than 30 percent from three but he really turned it on late and yeah. then i think him and wesson were two of those guys that i think when the going wasn't good for the team he kind of oh you know, yeah kept the boat afloat and kind of helped them in. it was one of those intangibles that you don't yeah. see on the court and i think that kind of like i saw crutcher in my second team and i said that doesn't feel right, Mm-mm. but just based on what the other guys have done. Obviously, Najee Marshall yeah. was was I, most of the offense for for his Xavier team that you know didn't really do a lot, and Lauren Jackson was was amazing. Oh for, yeah, for yeah all year. And I mean, I yeah, I kind of put Crutcher on my first team Crutcher just because I thought there were many times where Obi was out or something, yeah. and he really kind of carried I, like him and Obi kind of shared the load a lot. I don't think he gets as much of the credit for what he does. Oh, uh, right. For that team. So I yeah. kind of maybe put, and maybe statistically touched, isn't there, but and I think a little bit. That's up. kind of what, I mean, I, you said second team was your inconsistent team. I think, you know, at times Crutcher carried Dayton, but mm-hmm. at times he kind of, you know, held back to top. And Jaron carried UC at times, but at times was, you know, right. non existent. Tyreek Jones was one of those guys, especially for Xavier. He, you know, he'd do nothing and then you'd look around. Yeah, the next another game, he'd one. Have 22 and 20. Yeah. Uh, loud in love and, and Turner, you know, playing on some of those small schools. I mean, he's the only guy double-double on here, Tyreek Jones. I mean, uh, the talent yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, or for me, at least. I don't yeah, know Jones mind. and Scott, I believe, are the two guys yeah. that I saw with double-doubles. But, uh, you know, Loud and Love and Justin Turner were two of those guys that kind of play on those mid-major teams that you could tell when they were on and when they were off because the team really right. took, a, took a bump. And you saw, like, you know, even in the tournament when he wasn't playing that well and Wright State didn't shoot that well, that's when they lost, so... That's certainly how it is with some of these teams. But, I mean, honestly, just a really good year overall by these Ohio schools. A lot of really good players that deserve some. Yeah, and, I mean, I think that was a lot. I took that a lot, a lot of that in consideration when you guys are talking about, like, did their performance affect the game or not? And that's, I think, where I have the discrepancy in Jaron Cumberland being on my second team. 
and Caleb Wesson being on my first team mm -hmm. is because the Buckeyes, if, if Caleb Wesson wasn't there, oh, yeah. the Buckeyes were in trouble. They struggled, they, especially when Kyle Young was out. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. yeah Kyle struggled. Young is one of those. He's yeah. kind of, yeah. We'll get to that. Those you glue know, guys. Yeah, yeah, one of the glue guys, exactly. But Jaron Cumberland, the Bearcats, you know, showed that they could win without, without Jaron Cumberland. Right. Um, because they had, I mean, they were put in that situation. Um, nothing against Jaron Cumberland. I mean, you had a limited season, but on the other hand, you have Trayvon Scott, who got off to that poor start of the season that he did and mm -hmm. ended up finishing averaging a double-double. Yeah. So and I still think there's questions at the beginning of the year that you still kind of wonder, what was the – did he buy in at the beginning of the year? Was he a well, bit of an issue kind yeah, of at the beginning? It was one of those things that there was just so much going on that yeah. you, you – really looking back, you couldn't expect it to be well. You There was a buy-in issue because, I mean, he got benched against Alabama. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that game really, you know, mattered because they won easily, but there was that. And then there was also you could tell because of the – heel and the foot injury which was even coming along to where he missed you know a game later in the season because right you know he had that his conditioning wasn't great and, and that affected his ability because he turned into a ghost at sometimes this mm -hmm. year and you could tell at times he was you know one of the best players certainly one of the best players in the american if not you know probably a top 20 player in the nation like he was you know slated to go into this year so right right but it was just like you said with wesson with you know, Cumberland with most of these guys outside of, you know, probably Toppin, Lauren Jackson, and maybe Najee Marshall, where everyone was kind of inconsistent at times. The whole college basketball was inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, this that was, year. A was a weird year. year to begin Everything with. was so inconsistent. Um, but yeah, I mean, notables for me uh, Tanner Holden, uh, I mean, 61% field goal percentage led the conference. Uh, yeah, J Jason Preston out of o out of Ohio. Yeah, he was fourth in the country with seven point four assists per game. Um, doesn't seem like a lot. Ah, I mean, but that's uh, in a that's in a lower division. Doing work that can man. go a lot way. Yeah, yeah, fourth in the country led the MAC. Um, yeah, I mean, Marion Jackson uh, led uh, MAC in scoring with nineteen point eight points per game, and then yeah, you had Obi Toppin past couple of, past yeah. two years or so in Ohio. Just killing it. Um, so a lot to be celebrated for our all Ohio teams. A lot of Ohio teams and a lot of great Ohio players. And that's, I mean, really something that should be shown, you know, even in a year of inconsistency in a year of kind of, you know, some stuff being left on the table with, mm -hmm. you know, the selection Sunday and everything not going around. It's cool to give the, praise to some of these Ohio guys, especially some of these guys, you know, the seniors or the guys that may be leaving for the NBA to say, hey, you know, though you didn't get to finish on the way you wanted to, you know, by playing in a conference tournament or playing in a, you know, in the NCAA tournament, at least you get something. So exactly. Uh, certainly cool to see. Uh, we're going to transition now from Ohio news into some more beer, guys, because I know after all this talking, I'm going to need another beer before we get into talking yeah. more quarantine and coronavirus. Yeah. Shout out to uh, a great college basketball season in Ohio. Mm -hmm. And shout a out to uh, one of the epicenters of college basketball. The last college game day of the year was in Dayton. So shout out to the Dayton Beer Company and their broken trolley blind they actually ale. have a little i don't know if you want to call it a poem on the side but a little description um broken trolley blonde ale award-winning blonde ale showcases a medium light body with a slightly fruity aroma and notes of vicuity malt this isn't some watered down beer lacking character or passion packed full of flavor 
It's a beer that is delica delicately crafted yet remarkably drinkable. Dude, I loved your cadence there, man. Were you trying to like lay bars on that? I was that trying or? to lay a little bar. Yeah, that yeah. was very nice. Yeah, yeah. I messed up del yeah, delicately. Delicately is yeah. hard to say, but it's a very delicate word. Uh, broken trolley, blonde ale with blood orange added. Good, yeah, pick this up. Do you know what a blood orange is? Blood orange? Yes. It's like a, it's like a dark like orange. <laughs> you know what I saw at Kroger today? It's a, I saw sumo oranges. They were gnarly looking. Really? Yeah. What the like, hell's a sumo orange? What do you think about it? it was it's a big ass orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. At Kroger? Yeah, Kroger. Really? Oh. At the Kroger. At the Kroger. It's uh, I guess it's a certain kind of orange that is up in places like Italy where it might get a little bit colder than like your Florida's and whatnot. You're telling so me we're it. drinking oranges from Italy right now? No, oh, no. no. We said places such as. Okay, okay. It was originally <laughs> developed, so unless this is like a thousand years ago. Uh, so the the uh, the flesh develops a maroon color because mm. of the cold temperatures at night. So that's why you kind of get the, the darker, blood, the, blood the blood orange flavor. The so blood. shout out to Dayton Beer Company. This yeah. is a delightful beer. It is very it's good. It's really good. 5.3% uh, alcohol by volume, 12 fluid ounces in your standard American can, 16 IDU. And remember, think Dayton, drink, drink Dayton. Dayton. And Go Dayton Flyers. The last thing that we're gonna, we just want to say on this, as people that are big proponents of, you know, Ohio craft beer and supporting some of these, you know, small businesses that do the craft beer. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna be in quarantine, especially during a weekend, you're not gonna be driving. Right. Kick a few back, maybe you know, because some of these breweries are, you know, wholesale to go, whether it's cans or bottles or stuff like that. Just be sure to try to support your small businesses in this time, you know, where things are kind of uncertain and probably money is a little bit tight. And you know, Peace. you can buy a six pack, guess what? It helps them tremendously and it might help you tremendously calm some nerves and Bud you know, enjoy a little will bit be of time. Okay. Hey, seriously, some, some breweries are delivering. I know uh, Fibonacci Brewing uh, out here in Mount Healthy, Cincinnati area, they'll deliver. I know Sonder, oh, nice. Sonder in Mason, Ohio is doing like delivery. Yeah, oh, um, and most of them are doing five to five dollar delivery charts. I know uh, Sonder was saying uh, if you do twenty five dollars or more, they'll waive the delivery. Whoa. Um, so, and I know that there were some breweries in Columbus doing that. Oh, cool. um, if you guys want to get updates on that, follow Ohio Craft Beer on Twitter and Facebook, OhioCraftBeer.org. Um, and yeah, seriously, I mean. Support your local breweries. If yeah. they'll yeah. deliver to you, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not asking you. We're not asking you to drink and drive. It's delivered. Uh -huh. You know, you have time during the nights and during the weekends, especially those of you that may have, you know, kids yeah. at home from homeschool. Maybe a long day working from home. Working from home. Kind drinking of, from home. Kind of anxious, I mean, being cooped else? up in a house all day. Might as well relax. You might as well drink a beer. If that girl you like, if she's not texting you back, she's just sitting at home with her phone too. She just doesn't want to text you back. So you might as well just go. Whoa. You might as well just go get a beer because we're all just sitting at home doing nothing. The way right I'm now. looking at it like this. All right, I'm the sad MLB again. Spring, <laughs> Sorry, MLB <Greg>. spring <laughs> training is done, so pitchers are shut down right now, but my my liver is being stretched out right now for yeah. the summer, so we're getting him nice and stretched out. So every day I'm drinking a little bit more. Well, at the rate we're going. summer rush. At the rate we're going. Gosh, the Cy Young of livers over there. <laughs> The seven-time Cy Young Award winner. No, I mean like the pitching 500 innings a year. <laughs> well, we're going to be like thinking Oktoberfest at this point. If they're saying we're going to be going until August, I mean, this is just going to be one big, big like practice marathon. And then once Oktoberfest yeah. gets here. Who knows what's going to happen? Everybody just, you know, be safe, stay calm. 
Be smart. Wash your hands. Stay out of giant groups. It sucks you know what, what the government's doing, but in the grand scheme of things, I'd rather be over. Hey, <laughs> here's the, my question. The more we all buy in, the quicker this will all be over. Yeah. Here's my question. Who is Marshall? Do you guys know who Marshall is and why he thinks there's some law? Huh? We'll get we'll get to Marshall Law. I know Marshall Law. We'll we'll get to that in in the favorite and unfollow. There are some senators who actually believe that there's a guy. Whomst is Marshall? Marshall. I don't know whomst is Marshall, but I know this is Thirty Rack of Sports. Rack and rack. rack, Thirty Rack podcast on Facebook and Twitter. It's Greg. It's Zach. Hello. It's Josh on the ones and twos. Mr. Gold Star himself. Mr. Xavier. You guys are so mean to me. It's true. And we'll we're back. every game. Rocking with you. Drinking some beer. Drinking some Dayton Beer Company beer. Trying to keep ourselves in our best spirits possible, even though sports are gone and I'm sad again. I'm spirited. I'm very spirited. I, I told I'm you. I'm pretty I, sure I've been, I had today off, dude. I'm pretty sure I've been drunk for like 72 hours. So I've just been rolling through this. I've been getting sad every, every two minutes. Yeah. I'm working on something. I'm, you know, I'm typing something up. I'm changing a drawing or something. And then... All of, a, all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, sports. Sports. June, July. Yeah. Oh, Frank, no. you need to relax. You need to find yourself a hobby, buddy. It might be a while. Guys, I found the oranges on the beer can. They're like kind of like in the back there. They're like faded, but you can oh, see that maroon thing. Look that at Greg that. Sharp about. eye by Josh. Hey, yeah. Hey. It's, I do like the, you know, it's got the Dayton skyline. And you can see the, the beautiful and, Dayton yeah, skyline. Dayton yes. skyline, yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out the Dayton Beer Company. We Thank see you. you. We, we salute you. you. All right, what are we doing now? Uh, we are going to get into a little bit of national news as we roll into the national part of our show. All right, Josh, hit that music, white boy. White boy? You are white, right? Yeah. <laughs> so as we mentioned earlier... All the sports are shut down because of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. But that's not stopping some NBA players and some players around the world from helping out arena employees such as Kevin Love, Blake Griffin, Zion Williamson, and Giannis Antetokounmpo by donating $100,000 to arena employees that may be misplaced and might not have a job right now. Also... Uh, former Indian, current Red, Trevor Bauer, doing a charity softball game. Got a number of guys together from camp down in Arizona, including Oscar Mercado and Mike Clevenger of the Indians, to do a charity softball game. Have raised twenty thousand dollars so far. Then also, we've got some national news in free agency. Oh, Big yeah. news: Tannehill. Staying with the Titans, four years, $116 million, and the big trade of the day. David Johnson, plus a second rounder in 2020, plus a fourth rounder in 2021, to Houston for DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth rounder in 2020 to Arizona. Kyler Murray has got his weapons now. No the excuses. NFC West is going to be a wild time. Yeah, it's going to be something. Guys, that's the news. And I, I couldn't imagine you guys trying to do anything 
more distracting than just flapping your wings and I, I don't know if it was bowing at me or bowing at something else, but I don't. Oh bow. my goodness! I don't bow. I just be distracting. So I thought we did a wow. pretty good job. That I was, was trying test. to do. I mean, you were in it. You're sweating a little, but I left. I well, so we'll we'll peer into the to the box of Thirty Rack of Sports. I grabbed the wrong three sheets. I grabbed three worksheets and left my three note sheets at work. Unacceptable. Greg. So I was doing this all off the top of my head. Rain Man style. Okay. And here you are, oh my guys. God, the ego. The ego. I know. Rain Man style. Jesus. Whatever. Okay. So now you're just going to act like you weren't that you weren't going to say that before the show I started. don't know what you're talking about. Do you think about. you're Tom Cruise? Yeah. What Tom Cruise wasn't Rain Man. Oh, who's Rain Jeez. Man? Oh, no. Tom Cruise. Oh. Tom Cruise was the Rain Man's brother. Oh, oh man. Man, just keep it moving. You again, Josh. The quarantine box. I'm going back into the, the quarantine <laughs> box. Might as well be Tom Hanks, so you can go to the quarantine <laughs> box with him. Shanks. Just IMDb on your computer, and <laughs> Jesus. Is he the short you're, one? You're the movie. Oh, we're the movie guys. It's embarrassing. Whatever. Move it on. All I right. know that's a session. We're gonna. Is he the one that goes all right, all right, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, please save us from ourselves. Josh, we're going into national segment one. It's a little fave or unfollow. Some some, some guy named Marshall and his law, some gross takes or behavior. What do we got here? Uh, well, the guy who's actually having the gross misbehavior, and you might not believe this, but it's true. His name is Marco Rubio. Oh, uh, Marco. Never heard of him. No, no. Are you serious? Uh, he had a... Uh, <laughs> He had he had martial law trending today because uh, and and when I say martial law I mean like martial like we are martial like your friend Marshall. Are you shit? We dude? are martial. Are you wait wait wait? The U.S. rep had that trending as if it was okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. He tweeted it out that uh, martial law and everyone thought that Eminem was dropping like another LP or something oh, like that. that but, um, yeah, that was an actual tweet from. Uh, from a U.S. representative there, um, and so I was gonna give that uh, if you guys wanted to do. Uh, he says uh, yeah, completely false. We will continue to see closings and restrictions on hours of non-essential businesses in certain sites and states, but that is not martial law, like your friend Marshall. Um, that's an actual Boo. U.S. representative. Marshall says, "Go home, wash I mean, your hands." Stay out of the bars, which we can't go to anymore in Ohio. I, so what do you guys uh, favor on follow that? Unfollow and burn it to the ground. Jeez. I, I mean, I have a lot of personal feelings about this. Unfollow. Rubio. Yeah. Alrighty. The second one is from a man named David Hookstead at D Hookstead. The tweet is, today should have been a day of college basketball games and a few cold beers. Instead, coronavirus stole it. Imagine explaining to a D-Day veteran that sports were canceled because of a virus. Imagine canceling the moon landing over a virus. What a sad state of affairs. I don't know what this guy's talking about. I'm very uh, confused. Uh, uh, yeah, unfollow. Uh, take away his Twitter account right away for stupidity. Um, my God, sports are inconsequential. Sports were canceled because of D-Day. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Like, players were... Uh, Bob Feller was over... Uh, Fighting planes, and so is Ted Williams. Like, what are we talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, everything. And then um, 
if you were on Apollo 11, you're sort of in a quarantine by yourself. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah. yeah, I don't. His whole his whole argument is is, is contradictory. There, I don't I don't understand. That's what fantastic. What we're gonna hit the to old unfollow button and probably the old mute button I'm on top hit, of that. I'm gonna hit the unfollow button there, and yeah, maybe. Bye. The, um, Bye, Felicia. Uh, more on that Hopkins pick, uh, NFL update, uh, my sports update is their handle. Uh, the Texans woke up today without a first-round pick, and they traded DeAndre Hopkins. And they still don't have a first-round <laughs> pick. That was a weird trade. I, 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 I favorite I that. I got David Johnson. Kidding. I'm going to favorite that because uh, that is that is absolutely hilarious. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. Um, Here's one. I'm going to make you guys watch this, and I'm going to retweet uh, this to our uh, page and make others watch it. Um, it is called the Corona Beer Challenge. Um, is this I, the one where you're licking the, the airplane seats? Because I don't want to see that again. No, that is the Coronavirus <laughs> Challenge. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is the Corona Beer Challenge. And what? I'm just going to show it to you guys right here. Uh, you'll see it's an up, down, si- up, upside down bottle of Corona. And this man has attached two blunt plungers to his body. His um, nipples. And why does he look like he's 13? Uh, he's going to uh, slide the bottles off Whoa. slow motion with the plungers attached to his body. His nipples. And the Corona. Uh, That's baller. Look, look, at his, look at the up. face. Look at. Oh. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> when he ripped off the plungers I off mean, the nipples. Oh. The face, though. The face of just like. Hmm. I don't know. Everybody's got to watch that. That apparently uh, is the Corona beer challenge. You guys. (laughs) So you don't even get to drink. Your favor, unfollow that. Unfollow that. (laughs) I would favor that in our heart. Unfollow that. You don't even get to drink the beer? I'm out. I'm not sure what the point, like. It's baller, whatever it is. It's just satisfaction. Yeah, you're right. And he just rips them off his nipples like they're nothing. That's honestly the baller move there. Not the the fact that he achieved. Not the face when he's done it. He looks right in the camera. Dude, if you got any uh, hair down there, that's... Oh, that, I'm the hairiest one here. I, I'm i well aware. You guys couldn't do the Corona beer challenge, you don't think? Oh, I could not, no. I'm out. Unfollow. A fave. Unfollow as much I'm as possible. I'm definitely fave, following, stalking, maybe. I don't know. Fave and retweeting on... Uh, so wow. you're basically wow. me in the Browns locker. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Were well, you with Baker outside the Cheesecake Factory? Gosh, I wish. Hi, Baker. <laughs> Knocking on the I'm knocking on the window of the door. Hey, Hi, hey, hey, hey. What do you want? An autograph? <gasps> <sighs> While her head's down there. <laughs> Stop that. It was never proven. Oh, I don't believe her for a second, but Alright, as I've said probably like twelve times this podcast would save us from ourselves. With our second segment, Superlative Sunday, even though it's Monday. <laughs> we wrote these segments. It'll be Tuesday tomorrow. When Josh wrote these Whoa. segments. All right, so we have... Superlative whatever day. Our own awards. Are we just going to go through these awards and say who we give these to? Are we giving out awards? Are giving we them out. Give them out. Bring them Awarding up. awards? What yeah. are we doing here? Well, uh, I'll give them a. I'll give them I mean, a nice... do you want to go one at a time? Or you just want us to all go down a list. We can all like go down what the awards are. Sure, we'll go down the list and we'll each do ours. All right. How about that? Who's going first? Zach, why don't you? Me, go first? me, me. All right. Uh, by the way, I didn't do two because I didn't understand what Josh meant by two, or I was just too lazy to really come up with things. So what I, I apologize. Unprofessional. What I mean by two? 
I don't know what I meant by two. I didn't know by clutches of clutch or oh or oh those two yeah yeah we there so, were a few open ended ones. Anyway, um, the first one is close but no cigar. Um, I picked uh, Memph University of Memphis, the Penny Hardaways. Uh, they were a team I think coming in the year who had a lot of hype, a lot of pub. Obviously, one of the top players in the country. The whole suspension thing. Um, I find it ultimately hilarious when. Um, People fail. So, close been a cigar. They were Joe Lenardi's uh, first four out of the tournament. Um, best dressed, as always, my boy, the Wildcat himself, Jay Wright. Nobody looks better on a sideline than Jay Wright with a pinstripe suit on. That's That was the easiest award That's ever. the easiest award, Jay Wright, my boy. Um, most likely to be a Cinderella, Homer, I'm going to go Ohio State. I don't know, I just felt like they were probably like a 6-7 seed, maybe a 5 seed. I feel like if any team had that kind of, you know, big bottom, big uh, big ceiling, that was the Buckeyes. Are we going through our whole list? I thought that's what you said. Yeah, that's what we're going through. Okay. Jesus. Uh, most likely to get upset Kansas. They always are. Am I right? That Them are Duke. They're always the most likely to get upset. I don't think that was pretty easy. Uh, Coach of the Year, Anthony Grant of UD. I don't think anybody... I mean, can anybody think of anybody who probably deserves that more? I don't think so. Uh, player of the year, difficult. I went with Obi Toppin. Uh, number two, I went with Marcus Howard of Marquette. Um, he kind of dropped for me with the 18 and 12 Marquette record. Not saying that's fair, not saying that's right, but, you know, it's kind of hard to put a team on that bubble, you know, 18 and 12 over um, a team that's obviously going to be the top four seed. Uh, most likely to be Final Four, I put uh, UD. I just felt like they were a team, if they were going to get a uh, their region, they were going to get like a pretty easy region. I don't know, I just had that feeling in my head. Uh, most likely to be champions, I think it's time. Mark Few, man, he's due. The Zags. Gonzaga. Really? Yeah, I just thought it was the year, man. He's due. That poor son of a bitch has been just plowing away at this forever. That is true. Hey, what, like 20, 20 this would have been like 21 in a row for yeah, them? Yeah, they just, he's just Tournaments been slow. Hey, yeah. he, got, he finally way. at least got to a final four. Yeah, which is, you I know, just you'll think he's take All right, uh, I, are you looking at me like I'm going, so I'll go. It doesn't matter, I can go next, I finally. Uh, I'll go the close but no cigar award. Uh, I'm going to uh, what you guys call my boys. Uh, the Xavier Musketeers. Um, I will say that, yeah, I, that Xavier had a really, really tough strength of uh, schedule with them playing in the loaded Big East. Such a fan. But uh, slipped up, gave up too many games at the end. Uh, couldn't beat enough of those Big East opponents. Um, so, sorry, Muskies. You are very sorry. I can see the tear in your eye. I was looking forward to seeing them in the NIT, sure. Uh, <laughs> best dressed. Uh, I went with the team, just best uniform. Uh, Seton Hall and the mm. Seton Hall Whites. Those are just very clean. They the font's are. awesome. I like Seton Hall's uh, just the nice white, royal blue on white. Very nice. Uh, the clutchest of the Clutch Award is going to Evansville. Uh, they beat, if you guys remember, they beat uh, yeah. number one Kentucky at Kentucky on November 12th. Do you guys know where Evansville finished in their Missouri Valley Conference? Well, that's a whole different story. Well, terribly, I'm curious what happened to the coach. I still want to know what happened there. Was oh. he touching girls? I want to know. Uh, I don't I, that. It I don't never really came care. out. It's I don't really nuts. care. Uh, they went 0-18 yeah. in the Missouri Valley Conference. Did. did not win a single conference game, yet somehow beat number one ranked Kentucky at Kentucky. I mean, does that just mean the SEC is a joke? It, it, it very, sounds like it. Very it. well might mean that. But I, Clutch is a Clutch goes to Evansville for that. 
Comeback of the year uh, goes to Eastern Illinois Panthers. Uh, they were down like uh, 56 to 27 um, against uh, Murray State. Uh, they had like a 36 point comeback in just over 10 minutes. Um, so that's a huge comeback. I meant to look because uh, I know that's close to a record for comeback, uh, largest comeback in NCAA. Uh, most likely to be Cinderella. I went with Stephen F. Austin. Uh, they have a really high turnover rate. Uh, they have a 29% turnover rate, and they beat Duke uh, when only shooting two for 10 from the three-point line. That's because they had 13 steals. Um, so they had that. <clears throat> I, I'd like to see them in a, maybe an easy easy region, but I yeah. still think they had that very good. Uh, and they've been there before, you know, had the experience. So they're my most likely to be Cinderella. Most likely to get upset is uh, who your national championship was, Gonzaga. Ah, that's a good one. Um, you know, have they played anyone? Like, if you look at Ken Palm, yeah, they've got a, a great, excuse me, a great offense and everything, but, you know, they also have a very high uh, luck rating, and they have a very low strength of schedule rating. So when those two come to meet yeah. on, a, on a cold night for them, I don't know. Coach of the year, I'm going Greg McDermott from Creighton. Uh, he won the Big East Coach of the Year. Uh, Greggy he- McBuckets. Oh, they, really? They won a Big East uh, ah, share this year. Josh, and that's one. What? You got to look at all the injuries. I mean, most of he had two, three injuries, I mean, two I, to potentially star players at the beginning of the year. He had an assistant coach leave. They added a player in December. I mean, so, not only a huge Xavier fan, but just a Big East lover all around. I am a Big <laughs> East lover. Big East is great basketball. Yeah. Excuse all me. Right, all Excuse all me. Right. Greg McDermott, Coach of the Year. Player you hate year. Ohio. Just keep moving. Player of the Year, Obi Toppin. There's no question about that. Going to be the number one pick in the NBA. I look forward to it. Do I look you? forward to it. I do. I really do. Uh, most likely to be a finalist. My final four were Kansas, Baylor, Dayton, Creighton. Most likely to be a champion. Oh shit! I didn't know you must pick fourteen. I just said like most likely to make the final four. Yeah, I just picked one for that. Okay. So uh, I'm doing my mine last. Uh, close but no cigar. I'm also staying in the American, but I'm going with Shock the Nation, mm, the Wichita State uh, Shockers. Yeah, yeah, I think just one. a couple too many losses around. Had some interesting wins. Greg Marshall's done a decent job with a bunch of transfers, but just not quite enough. Uh, best dressed. I mean, this was this was the easiest. Yeah, right, one. I thought that was the easiest. You said one. best dress. The only thing I could think of was Jay Wright in that in yeah, that yeah that, that popped right in that blue uh, pinstripe yeah. suit yeah. with like the gray stripe. Oh my goodness! Oh, I think he wore the white suit. The one? Oh. I think he just oh. owns five of those suits. He's like a cartoon character when you see their closet. If I can have anybody's life, it'd be Jay Wright's again. life. To be to be a homer on the clutches of the clutch, Trey Scott in that tip in yeah. against Temple yeah. on senior yeah. day. Yeah. What a shot! Wow. I was watching on my phone at Zach's being a psychopath, uh, watching basketball at every point possible. Comeback player of the year. Uh, a guy who missed about half the season last year. I had Yudoka Azubuki. I had it as like a player. Mm-hmm. So him coming back, he's been really dominant this year. Obviously, Kansas has been yeah. one of, if not the best team in the nation this year. So he was a very big part of it. Um, so I took, based on... Uh, bracket matrix which is one of the areas that uh they put all the brackets together and their best bracket over the last five years was bracket though so i took their bracket as like probably the closest to what it should be mm-hmm. and for my cinderella i picked um vermont vermont has a couple things you really like to see uh they have some experience in the tournament they have a really good senior in anthony lamb 
they have a, you know, kind of a teary story with uh, Josh Bidell, the senior that, you know, was, uh, when he was a senior in high school, was tragically in a car accident, was able to start on senior night, was able to get a bucket. They kind of, you know, worked that out with you, Albany. So that was a really cool moment. So they kind of have, you know, the good feeling on their side. And also they're a really good team. Like they're a very well-balanced team. They played Cincinnati and Cincinnati kind of pulled away late, but they're certainly a team that like when they come together and they, Mm -hmm. and Anthony Lamb puts up some buckets, they can shock some people. Um, Team most likely to get upset. I hate to do this to them. Probably in the second round, I would say Florida State, Leonard Hamilton. Those teams just yeah. always underwhelm in the tournament. Every year they get beat by a team that they shouldn't. I look at Brackettville's second round. Classic 7-10. Either... Classic 7-10. Well, there are, sure. two, there are two. No, I know. I'm just yeah. saying in historically, well, no. they're always the, like a 7-10. They're a two seed, but they would play the 7-10 winner of Providence versus yeah. Rutgers. And whoever wins that, I think, uh, yeah. would beat Florida State. So that's, I mean, yeah, that's easy for me. Uh, coach of the year, I was close to taking Anthony Grant. I'm going to take Scott Drew just because Baylor's just one of those yeah. teams that you don't expect to do yeah. anything. And yeah. I almost feel bad for Scott Drew because I feel like he had the opportunity to finally get a Final Four or win some sort of trophy, and he couldn't get it this year. But he's done a good job with a Baylor team that has trash uniforms, is in the middle of nowhere, Texas, right. and has gotten them well, to. Do we all remember 15 years ago where Baylor was after yeah. that whole drug deal, player yeah. deal, that crazy thing? And yeah, I mean, he, he had tip of the captain. Yeah, the player of the year. Job. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you guys, Obi Toppin. Yeah. Probably the team most likely to be in the Final Four. I just, you know, Dotson, Azubuki, mm-hmm. I expect Kansas to be there. Most don't likely to them. win it all. Just don't trust them. I mean, Dayton. When it comes to the. To, when the rubber hits the road, you want the best player. Right. In college on your I team. Think that's what we've been and right now, I mean, you know, you looked at like the top freshmen. All the top freshmen aren't going to make the tournament or are playing overseas. So if you look at one of the top players, it's going to be a lottery pick that can take over a game in a second. And you saw it against George Washington. Mm-hmm. It's Obi Toppin. So yeah. they could lose early, but if there's one team that I would put my chips on the table for, it'd be Dayton. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Go Flyers. It sucks we don't get to see that. Uh, I just think, like, Ohio State, there's so many intriguing things this year. This whole year was just, um, this whole college basketball year was just so up and down for everybody, and it was just exciting. So I thought the tournament was going to be all bets are off. Well, it was one of those years that it was going to be like, well, there are only, like, four good teams, so all the one seeds were going to make it, or it was going to be, like, you know, the one year where... Chalk or just man. Yeah, it was going to be like a couple chalk or just like a 7, a 10, I a 12, you, I imagine it was, and it was a being like UConn several years ago where they, they yeah. won the whole day. I was like, a, what were they? They nine? were a seven. a 7. So it was a 7-8 yeah, yeah. matchup in the yeah. in the final against Kentucky. That's and what was, I imagined it was going to be. Yeah, I was going to say it was either going to be like Kansas-Dayton in some 1-1 yeah. matchups or it was going to be like a 7-10, 12-5 in the, you know, in the final. Know, it was going to be fun. Like it was just um, such an unpredictable year. I don't know, like... It sucks that this happened on such an unpredictable year. Yeah, because it was yeah. one of those years that, like, you look in the past, like, with the Zion years and stuff like that, you see the star players. And I remember, you know, looking back, I think it was, like, the top, like, 13 to 15 freshmen. Mm. And usually those are the guys, you know, the guys that are one and dones that are kind of taking over. And it was only, like, three or four of the top 13 freshmen were actually going to make the tournament because you have you know Wiseman who left the team you have Anthony Edwards who's a potential number one pick who's you know Georgia was never going to make the tournament 
Uh, you have a couple guys playing overseas yeah. and stuff like that. So it was just one of those things where it was just like, we're going to get some cool weird, teams. Yeah. We're going to get some, you know, craziness. There aren't a whole lot of teams that have one guy that can just take over a game. It was honestly one of those things like, selfishly as a Cincinnati fan, I was like, you know, if we get in, we have a couple guys that can take over a game. Like, maybe we can do something. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. one of those years. Crazy. Fortunately, we'll never know, but... It's, uh, I'll tell you, it's like the year of the asterisks, almost. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? <laughs> exactly. Astros, yeah, and yeah, you have yeah, all yeah. these. Like. You know what I will say for those of you at home listening? It was wonderful to talk about it. So mm-hmm. if you want to get out your takes. has been very therapeutic. You know, get yeah. it out to 30 Rack Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. We'll tweet it out. You know, yell at whoever you might be quarantined with soon. Your, all your college basketball takes. Uh, certainly great to hear from all of you. So uh, thank you for that. And thank you for a great college basketball season, even though we didn't get the the finale that we quite wanted. Yeah. Well, you know what's helping with this therapy, though? The Dayton Beer Company yeah. and their broken trolley. Brown. Brown. Blonde. Blonde Jeez. ale. Just Back in the box. Back I in the box. I can't even do colors today, man. Yeah, have you had a few too many blonde ales? <sighs> Brown, blonde. This orange. was. A lot of excellent beer and you can tell that it's an excellent beer because you know we opened up our second one during the midway point when i'm like waiting for things to be open you know when i'm like hey we need to get through segments i need to open up the second beer that's how you know it's a good beer and that's how yeah. i felt with this one it's a very so, good beer. it's a good beer shout out to broken trolley blonde ale from dayton beer company all righty we're gonna get in to our zingers, jeers, and grumbles. But before that, we just want to make an announcement. We are taking a little hiatus as there is a lot of stoppage coming in sports. We're not going to quite have everything that we need to be able to put together, you know, a quality podcast. But we're going to take this time. We're going to create some new content. Be on the lookout on Facebook and Twitter at 30 Rack Podcast. And we're coming back when sports are back. 30 racks back and we're back better than ever we're going to take this time we're going to better ourselves we're going to better our show and we challenge you to do the same better yourselves during this time and we're going to come back with an even better product come, on 30 rack come podcast. back come back to life normal life at full strength as a person and we'll come back to life uh as a podcast uh bigger and better than ever we're coming back at 150 percent guys 50 percent 2020 can't get can't get us. This is this is 30 rack of starts. Once we get into June or July, we're coming back. We're coming back with a vengeance. We're gonna have videos out. We're gonna we're do gonna a pool have... party episode. Really? I just said it. Okay. All right, sounds good. We're gonna have go a back pool... in the box unless you can bring it out. We're gonna have a pool party episode. I mean, we're I gonna down, have but I some know. solid segments. House? Is that what we're doing? The pool party episode. Yeah, you think we could fit a kiddie pool in the living room, right? Oh, great. No, 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 no. What's security deposit? No. I have a garage. He owns the damn oh, thing. There's right. a security deposit. Well we're, well, we're leasing it from him. I have uh, a, I have a garage. Shh. I have He's a garage. He's going to all the back rent, Jesus. Yeah, by the way, you guys need to pay up. I know it's a, I know it's a difficult economic time, but you guys need to pay up. Uh, that's going to be my jeer. When I get that UBI, we'll... Uh, Alrighty, well, be sure to keep up with us. We're going to be better than ever. Pool episode, videos, new segments, new lease on life, new outlook into Ohio sports as we start to move on. 
But before we do that, we need one last chance to get angry at Ohio sports, angry at the world. We need Zach to zing someone. Zach, who are you zinging? Ooh, boy. Uh, Slick Rick is coming back from Italy. Coming back over quick across Rick. this shit. Yeah, Quick Rick. Um, in case people didn't hear, uh, Rick Pitino will be the new coach at Iona College in upstate New York. Uh, Greg, what, what conference are they in? They are in the MAC. The MAC. The, the Mid-Atlantic. Mac. Metro Ath- oh, Metro no, the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, yeah. along with some of our favorites, like the Manhattan, Manhattan Jaspers. Jaspers. Yeah. Um, anyway. Love the Jaspers. In New Rochelle, New York, which is one of the biggest clusters of coronavirus right I, now. I, I kind of hope he gets it. I don't know. Um, I'm sick and tired of this guy who's literally jumped job to job to job. Basically got out, like... The NCAA, NCAA doesn't have like a show me cause for him right now. Does anybody realize that? Like nothing happened to him. He allowed strippers to come into the dorms to entice recruits to play at Louisville. Basically stole a national championship. That uh, might not even be like top three on the way. Oh, I know. Team. I know. He's done many a terrible things. Uh, cheating on his wife with that lady who then blackmailed him after they banged in like the Italian restaurant. Oh, I just mean uh, like as far as a coach. I mean like paying <laughs> players and whatnot. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. Name me a coach who probably got a bigger rap sheet than him. I don't know. I don't know anybody. And I think from my own a college perspective, a lot of these colleges, these small colleges, they try to take on. Cal, that. maybe? Oh, Calipari looks like a Boy Scout compared to him. Jeez, man. I mean... I don't, he, has, he has violations at every school that uh, he leaves. No, I know, but apples not to oranges there. Yeah, really. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's the same. I think, uh, I, I don't know. Um, blood oranges. I just look at these. I'm just trying to find anyone that has anything close to him. Really. Uh, yeah, I just think you know these small colleges they jump at the chance to like take these coaches on. I kind of get the want to do that, but at the same time, have some self respect for yourself a little bit here. Like this guy is a crook. Uh, do you really want him like teaching it's, your it, kids? It's one of these things. Worst case, she gets show caused out in like a year. Not, Best case, he leads them for two years, gets a bigger job, and then you get a little a bit crook. of clout. I think he's dirty. I don't think he's anybody you yes, want teaching your young college men. College sports is dirty. I know they don't, but you coach out. You're fucking Iona College. You're in the Mac. You're not even in the Mac, God damn it! Like, get a hold of yourself. I mean, uh, they get some press. I guess. I don't know. Moving on. I thought Jeez. you were asking Rick Pitino to have respect for himself. I was like, do you, have you read about this man ever? No, he's coaching in Italy right now. Yeah. Like the B League. Uh, Whoa, don't you dare talk about Pantheakos like that. They're a top league Grecian team. And I believe they won um, the FIBA Euro League. And I believe, I believe, if I'm correct, what are you talking that, about? Sorry. I don't know. Rain means that. that- Shut up. That Moving former Bearcat Sean Kilpatrick played on that EuroLeague winning team. So All you right. better shut your damn mouth. I forgot you're I a big Rick, you. Rick Patino guy. It's Dustin Hoffman. Wasn't him and, your morals and his morals really line up. Go on. Uh, I do love Italian. <laughs> uh, my jeer is someone whose decisions are just about as uh, egregious, if not less scandalous. Uh, one Bill O'Brien, who today. <laughs> Traded away DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> and in return, got uh, David Johnson and a second-round pick. And as the, uh, that one tweet earlier pointed uh, out, the Texans uh, entered the day with no first-round picks. Uh, they traded away their star-wide receiver 
And they left the day with no first-round picks. It's quite incredible, really. Talk about a guy who uh, has purely built his entire career off of working for Bill Belichick. Everyone's a bash everybody yeah. else, but he's like the top of the list. I mean, when you take a look at what Bill, Bill O'Brien's done, he traded away picks last year uh, and uh, got rid of the first-round picks for this year and 2021 for uh, Laramie Tunsil, who, yeah, I guess has worked out a little bit. Say what you will Upside. there. Um and Duke Johnson, the other D Johnson that will now run in the backfield. The Duke. You'll now have double double the D Johnson in the backfield. <laughs> How much D. money do they have in on their running back? So that brings me to my next point. Not only did you trade away star receiver DeAndre Hopkins and just get just a second round pick back, you also got the injury prone David Johnson and his entire twenty million dollar contract for the next two God. years. It's like ten million this year and nine Don't they million have, the next what, year. Duke Johnson, Lamar Miller, and David Johnson. Yeah. Maybe they can get out it's of like, Lamar, but I don't know. Well, I guess if you get like one leg from the one aging and injury prone, <laughs> and like an arm from the other aging and injury prone, and then David Johnson's he's building foot. a team like it's two thousand and two. You don't build teams yeah, like you've that got anymore. All these, Shout out Rick Williams. Yeah. All these weird, <laughs> beat up running backs in your and and this is all and he left Houston with one. They have one pick in the first 90 picks this year they have Jeez. one and all of this is happening while deshaun watson is on his rookie deal yeah. in his prime like what are you doing you're gonna, have to, pay him. Getting beat you're gonna to have to pay him soon so i mean say what you will about bill o'brien as a coach but as a gm man it's uh, not working but, out i'll tell you right now i've watched the Bengals my entire life this is not working out that's why you don't do it. These guys are coaches. Let them coach. Hire a GM. Exactly. It worked out. I saw the Packers with Mike, Mike Sherman do that. Well, then McCarthy yeah. had some say, but Ted yeah. Thompson was the GM. But I saw the whole Mike Sherman, and he ran that into the ground. Um, yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick does it. It worked for him, but nobody well, yeah, else. Bad. There are very few Bill Belichicks in the world. That's my point. It doesn't yeah. work for anybody else. It's We've seen it. That's why teams, teams don't do that anymore. It's like that. It's like in the NBA, you have the Greg Popoviches, even though he's sort of a, he is a GM, but it's mostly him versus yeah. some of the other guys that try to do this stuff. Just can't um, do it. My grumble comes out of the sports world into the real world. It goes to one Tennessee man by the name of Matt Colvin, who stockpiled over what 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer to try to upsell on Amazon. It was a Tennessee man. He basically bought all the hand sanitizer he could to try to upsell on Amazon during the coronavirus, you know, out, yeah. outbreak and and you know, uh fear based on it. So afterwards, uh he was called out Amazon shut down his account because of uh, price gouging laws and everything else with that. So they had the right when he re when they realized what he was doing. Well, he's also being... Um, Tennessee officials announced that they're going to investigate him for price gouging. So it's against Tennessee law. So in response, he finally donated, uh, you know, most of those bottles to uh, a local church and, you know, some, some areas around mm -hmm. Chattanooga where he lives. So... Just a real scumbag of a human being. <laughs> you know uh, one of those guys that, you know, people are trying to find hand sanitizer. People are freaking out, especially, you know, older folks that, you know, may be more susceptible to yeah. the coronavirus. Just a real scumbag move. And it's one of these things, you know, some people may call him an entrepreneur and taking care That's of it. Not, but it's one of these yeah. things where it's like, yes, if you create a product, maybe. But doing this to people and just, you know, 
trying to take advantage of you know some hysteria it's, it's just kind as, of a shitty it's move. the same thing as an arms dealer they're yeah entrepreneurs but they profit off other people's misery so so one one of these ridiculous things and thankfully he got shamed and investigated into having to donate the rest of it but just a real scum of the earth human being all righty josh now that we've aired our grievances got it all out there are we all we've out? gotten everything, all everything out else there. this is it for a minute anything else no no i think it. it's time to to end on a good note leave the folks on a good note before we take our little hiatus time to get our shout outs out time to bring some good into the world shout outs we'll be back better than ever on 30 rack podcast zach who are you shouting out this one uh, i'm gonna shout out adam silver for being the first commissioner mayor county commissioner governor to actually do something legitimate uh i know it's a hard decision but shutting down the season early making the right decisions adam silver is always leading the way my Shut. shout out is going to be uh, to, uh, for those of you that don't know, my day job uh, involves covering a lot of the Ohio high school sports in our state. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to all the Ohio High School Athletic Association leaders. Like, people don't want to do this. No. Like, this, hurt, this hurts us all, like, as a society. Like, we don't want this to happen. People have, leaders have to make some difficult decisions and uh, commend them for their work. Uh, at the high school level, at the local level, at the state level, and yeah, at the federal level. <laughs> Alrighty, well, mine kind of comes months. out to the to the same vein. Mine goes out to the seniors, uh, especially in spring sports, whether it's you know uh, college where you might get the extra year of eligibility, but also uh, you know especially the high school seniors in the state of Ohio. Uh, you know, guys guys and girls not getting their last chance, you know, to play sports possibly for the rest of their lives. You know, a lot of us, the last time we play sports is in high school. So that's difficult. And then also, you know, people, maybe baseball, lacrosse, not being able to get that last year on tape to maybe get some scholarships. So, you know, it affects people in a bunch of different ways. You know, some people don't get a chance to do what they love. Some people don't get a last chance to do what they love. Some people don't get a chance to put more on tape for colleges, but you know, just shout out to all those people. Just keep grinding, keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, hopefully it'll all work out for you because we're all pulling for you. And, you know, as someone that, you know, did some activities in high school and, you know, loved to finish it out and, you know, had a little break because of injury, it's difficult for all of us. So, you know, just keep grinding because we're all there for you. And we're really sorry that, you know, you got to miss out on yeah. a big moment Can't in your life. Imagine. Because when you're a sports player like that, it's kind of your entire life. So. Yeah. Can't imagine. But what, like like we were saying earlier, like everyone just, you know, hunker down for a little bit, uh, better yourselves, you know, keep your head up. And we're all going to get through this and we're going to come out on the yeah. other end better than ever. Yeah. Also, shout out to all those people that's been, you know, recommending movies and TV for those of us that just watch sports pretty much always. It's been nice to have something to kind of fall back on when uh you know i haven't had sports all day every day for me so shout out awesome uh, on them um shout they, out nurses doctors yeah. uh any, equipment any drivers sort of, any, yeah any sort of medical professional or people you know grocery store workers yeah. people that might have to be out you know when things get possibly even worse because they might get worse before they get better um also shout out to all you guys that are listening thank you so much uh we're sorry that we have to go into quarantine you know we have to go on a little hiatus here uh trying to figure out you know what's going on in the sports world but we'll be back better than ever we'll have some new content coming out so please 
Follow along, 30 Rack Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. For Zach. Peace. For Josh. For Greg. Thank you so much for listening to 30 Rack Podcast. Peace.